Howard Beck from Sports Illustrated. The past few years, the Jazz have gotten off to slow starts, and we try to come up with theories every single year as to why maybe they start a little slower than we would expect. Do you have any theories as to why that happens to teams? I don't. I mean, look, in any given season, it happens in this league. You guys know that this is generally my philosophy on these things. If you're an established team, I'm not worried about you getting off to a slow start. We know what the Jazz are. We know what they're capable of. They brought back whatever 90-something percent of their core. There's no reason to think this start is indicative of, of some larger problem. You know, as the NBA talks about how to proceed with this season, I don't know how hard this would be to pull off, but how about extend the roster to 20? They're trying to figure out what to do with the G League anyway. Let them be alternates ready to roll. You'd have to set aside some salary cap rules, set other parameters like these aren't vet minimum guys. Figure out what to do. You already bumped the roster to 15. Bump it out to 25. What difference does it make? Just make sure these guys have enough bodies they can pull it off. Is putting on a game with those kinds of players really better than not playing the game at all? I hear what you're getting at. I think the game being played is more important. How often would you get down to player 18, 19, 20? I would guess it wouldn't be all that often. I certainly hope not. From the Athletic, he's our friend Sam Amick. Our listeners love to hear what you think of the Jazz. Does this team have the potential to do something beyond the expected? Yeah, I think I do. I really like the Donovan, Moody Gobert combo. They have things in their corner. They were not in their corner in the bubble. They have both Donovan. They have Mike Conley and Jordan Clarkson. So I think the potential is there. Within all that, I think it's Donovan elevating his game again. Say what you will about Brooklyn. They have three future Hall of Famers and two former MVPs and two champions within that three. Teams like the Jazz and most others can't compete with that on a star level. So can Donovan be a top 15 guy? Can he be a top 10 guy? And that's what he's got to be pushing for. When I was a teenager, I used to fumigate farm fields. You didn't do that. <laughs> I did. I swear. Fumigate. I did this. Yeah. No. I, know. I had this apparatus that you put on your back and it sprayed the germicide or whatever it was to protect the crops. I used to have a bandana hanging out the back of my jean pocket. The whole deal. That doesn't make it more believable. Our boy Sven tweets into the show, no one sprays a field of crops with a backpack sprayer. They make tractors it, with giant tanks no, to do that. This was like an enlarged garden area. Okay. Well, it was a farm this, 10 oh, minutes was, ago. Now it's it, a large garden area. It was, it was a huge, it's a true story. The radio voice of the Utah Jazz and our good friend David Locke. What do you make of what's going on with the Jazz right now? I think they're getting better. Quinn's teams always get better. They were the 15th ranked offensive team in the league with Donovan and Boyan have not been efficient yet. They'll get more efficient as the year goes on. I think it's clear that if 18 lets us move the basketball and get shots, we're going to crush them. We really have shooters. That's going to be our game. We've been terrific in transition so far this year after being one of the worst transition teams in the league last year. And we've only been okay half-court offensively so far. On the defensive end, we've only been okay. We've played some of the best offensive teams and some of the worst offensive teams. Generally, we're holding teams below their average pretty consistently, about seven or eight points. So if we can keep doing that, I think we'll be okay defensively. I need a larger sample size than we have right now. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
It's the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jake coming at you live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low, it'll blow your mind. It's the warehouse. Uh, Austin Horton, Horton, Horton producing today back at uh, our Carrier Zone studios nice to meet you. at Vivint Arena. And uh, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, happy Friday. Happy Friday, Jake. Hope you're having a terrific day. Austin, you too, and uh, all our listeners out there. I have a question about something you just brought up. Why is it that in Utah the teas often are, are soft? Uh, I, I noticed when I was watching, when I've heard accents from like uh, England and Scotland and that area, sometimes uh, when they're speaking, the T's are not fully pronounced. Is that where that stems from? Is it because of uh, some sort of influence from the people who settled Utah and it's just been passed down? You know this, Jake. You grew up here. It's like, say a word with a T in the middle. Yeah, no, like late on. No, I get it. Bright on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I get it. I don't think so. I, I've, I've pondered this, Gordon, because that's what it is. You know, any uh, cultural dialect is just, you know, passed down. You know, southern accent, that sort of thing. But with, with Utah, like, I just think it's more pronounced. But I think most Americans do it because I've, I've been paying, paying attention to how people pronounce the word Titans, and uh-huh. I've heard it pronounced with a hard second T, like once. I mean, it feel, I feel like everybody says Titans. Even their, even their play-by-play guy, who's quite colorful, uh, says Titans. So I don't think it's just Utah, although I, I do feel like it's more pronounced here. Because I, I feel like we say mountain around here, and it's mountain. And, and most people, I think, say around the country, say mountain. Essentially, that would make it less pronounced, not more pronounced. Right. Would you get uh, a good deal no. at the warehouse today, Gordon? Dill, dill and deal, that is very unique a to you, I think, or this this <laughs> area. Yeah. That's true for uh, for Western Pennsylvania, too, the Stillers. You know. yeah, I will well, uh, turn the wheels today. Yeah, you can sill the dill <laughs> at the warehouse. So that yeah. one I try to be cognizant of because I feel like I try to say feel, not fill. Well, what are the other Utah things, Jake? Crick? <laughs> you don't hear that one as much anymore. But yeah, I think that's <laughs> I think that's a, a, a Utah thing. I've heard roof a roof. lot. Okay. Roof. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Roof. You know, you know how you know somebody's not from Utah, like is a tourist, is is because they say the word Alta. Because huh. we all pronounce it Alta because it's pronounced Alta. But having worked uh, in the hospitality industry in this town, uh, you could spot anybody, anybody not from here, says Alta. Uh, with the emphasis on the T as well as the long A sound. It's more the A sound, I think, than the, yeah. the T sound. But yeah, I all right. I just always wondered that because uh, and then I heard I heard some uh, some folks from other countries that speak English, and they were doing the same thing. And I thought, I wonder if that's where that stems from, because I, I never knew. And it, and it kind of bothered me when I first heard it. But uh, but if that's the way it's passed down, then that's the way it's passed down. I mean, I guess it doesn't make it wrong. It just makes it different. That's all. Back uh, 
uh, back where my grandmother lives uh, in the very eastern part of Virginia, there's there's an island that's out in the middle of the Chesapeake Bay. It was like the it was like the last place in America to get indoor plumbing. That's like what they're famous for. But it, it's super duper isolated, and uh, you have to take a ferry uh, to get there. But if you ever run into somebody from there, you know it because you have no <laughs> idea what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you pick up some of it and you kind of go, what? Uh, but yeah, it's that's kind of funny because they're, you know, so isolated. One word that is uh, pronounced a certain way by longtime natives of where I'm from uh, is uh, instead of water, it's water. There you go. Yeah. And it's only the it's only the longtime folks who do it. The, the You know. I mean, I was born there, and I never said water, but this seemed to be, you could always tell the folks who are hardcore from a place. Well, know, I was born they're... here, and I've never used the word crick before, so is okay. that the same thing? <laughs> I I, 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 yeah, maybe so. <laughs> Am I somehow not carrying on some sort of legacy because I'm not using the word crick? I'll start. I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right, I, I just want, I've always wondered about that. Okay. And I, there right, is buddy. a there is a Utah accent. It's uh, it's 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 subtle compared to other places, like you mentioned down south. My mom's from North Carolina, and we used to go down there, and I used to listen to my cousins talk. And I'm telling you, it's like you said, you had to you had to really dial in to uh, to understand every word as it was spoken. True, true, true that. All right, Gordon, we, uh, we, do you have a list prepared today? It is Friday. That is day for uh, Gordon's oh, list. Oh, 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 Jake. Did you slack off at your duties, bud? No, I got it here. Uh, that's what I like to hear. Uh, we will get to that. Uh, Howard Beck is going to join us today, although uh, he's going to join us a little earlier than usual uh, at 3.30. So stay tuned for Howard. And then at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, the Utah Broadcaster of the Year, the voice of the Utah State Aggies. Scott Gerard will join us at 5. Last night, I'm sure it's on the list, Gordon, but what a what a night in the state for college basketball. I mean, I'm, you know, I know it's not March Madness by any means, but, uh, you know, as far as games and opponents and success by the local teams, uh, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, and some of the teams, well, uh, Utah, I think, is is uh, sort of scraping bottom a little bit. Uh, nice win yesterday. But, yeah, Stanford's a good uh, win. That's yeah. not bad yeah. for, for a team that's trying to, you know, uh, show a little bit better. That's not a bad win. Right. Uh, I agree. And uh, is San Diego State not as good as we thought they were or what? Or is Utah State better than we thought they were? Well, when BYU beat them, didn't, didn't Mark Pope say afterwards, like, I don't think they'll lose again all year? <laughs> well, <laughs> we might have been over overcooking that a little bit. But I do. I, it's still a good team. It's still a good win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I'm not going to diminish anything like that. So uh, you want you want to jump into it? You ready to go? Yeah, let's go. All right, uh, Mr. Horton. Uh, back at the studio, if you please. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. 
two things. First is, what's the deal with Putin? Well, I tell you, I would hate getting sprayed with gas, wouldn't you? A bear broke into a car, drove it down a hill, crashed it, and then pooped in the driver's seat and then left. What's the weirdest thought you've ever had in the shower? Join us next week when Jake gets punched in the groin twice. <laughs> you won't want to miss that. I do like the joint. You, you, you are something. That's why we love you, Gordon. All right, it's time for uh, it's time for Gordon's list. Uh, brought to you by uh, our friends at Tim Daly Nissan Murray. Uh, Gordon, um, where, where do you want to start on the list today? Let's start with the Jazz. They play Atlanta tonight at uh, the Viv. What? Uh, by the way, do we call it the Viv? Is that, is that a thing? Well, I know if that you're from sh- the valley, yeah. they shortened it to Vivint <laughs> Arena, which I I I always kind of thought Vivint Smart Home Arena was a bit of a mouthful, so I kind of yeah. like the change. Uh, the the Viv, you know, Vivint's already kind of short, but yeah, I, uh, I guess. At Vivint, okay. So uh, let me ask a question to you, because you 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 uh, almost always have the answer. Oh, thank you. What and this one is really just relative. But what are your expectations for this team after the first eleven games? And are those expectations different than they were previously? Um, no, I don't think my expectations have changed necessarily. Um, you know this this team is record wise pretty much where they've been the past two years, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I never expected them to finish ahead of the Lakers. I don't expect them to finish in the bottom part of the West. So, you know, 4-5. Or... Bo- do you mean the bottom part of the playoff qualifiers? Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I kind of thought 4-5 uh, was the was the basement this year. And I, I think they'll be better than 4-5. They have a chance to be. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still where I'm at. Okay, I got a question as far as tonight's game goes. Uh, Trey Young's a go, right? Uh, last I saw here, let's see. Um, a basketball reference has him as a go. So, so if he's a go, who's going to cover him? I think it needs to be Mike Conley. Um, honestly, I'm glad. I'm glad you bring that up, Gordon, because I've I've uh, put some thought into that today. I think I heard David talking about putting Royce on Mike, yes, uh, or on Trey Young. Excuse me, yesterday. If, if that wasn't David, I apologize. But, I, you know, Royce has struggled so much against guards, and I feel like Trey Young is at least Mike Conley's size, right? And if there was ever a, a player that you could, you could ask Mike to go toe-to-toe with, I feel like it's a, it's a Trey Young type. Well, <laughs> Trey Young gets to the rim. And it's going so, – so everyone's going to have to cover him, I guess, is the real answer, right? Probably. But He's a spectacular I, I mean, player, really. But uh, no, I mean it's it's a big time question tonight. How how are you going to handle that matchup? And uh, I think you know, ideally, I guess it would be Donovan. Um, but at this point, you know, I don't know how many players in the league you can have Mike Conley uh, go toe to. You know, any of the you know, upper echelon players in the league, uh, you can have Mike Conley go toe to toe with, and he's not going to be outsized. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you got to yeah. take advantage of that. So that's a good point. Uh, now, now, didn't you say about Royce O'Neal uh, that he uh, he's like uh, what's the what's the story about? Is it the Three Bears where uh, the porridge was too hot or too cold, whatever you know, or the accommodations were too uh, too big or too small or whatever like that? Nailed it. it 
Is that right? Am I remembering that right? You got it's been it. A long we got time it. Since proceed. We that. got it. But Royce O'Neal, he can't cover smaller, quicker guards, and he can't cover guys who are considerably bigger than him. So he can only cover just the right size player. Wait, hold the hold the hold the phone there, sir. Who says Royce O'Neal can't guard people bigger than him? Did you not watch the Bucks game? <laughs> yeah, but ordinarily. Ordinarily, he averages eight rebounds a game at six foot four. Yes, rebounding. I'm talking about covering somebody defensively. Uh, yes, I, I think Royce O'Neal, it's fair to say he can cover people bigger than him. So, no, I don't Do agree. Do I dog your, Royce too much? I, I don't agree with your assessment there. Is he better than I think he is? I think he's better at guarding bigger people than uh, than you think he is. I, I think his issue is lateral quickness, and that's why he struggles against smaller guards. So, but when he has a when he has a matchup where he can punch above his weight a little bit, I think he he's an overachiever. Maybe a little bit, not a lot, but you know, I mean, what's realistic? All right, we'll get back to the jazz. I'm going to keep going with the list. Let's, Jake, you'll you'll like this, okay? You'll like this. Austin probably will too. Apparently, personal feelings uh, have gotten in the way of business. Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta refused to trade James Harden to Philly because of Daryl Morey? <laughs> and a former Rockets GM and the owner don't get along and have had disagreements since the Russell Westbrook thing? And even though the Rockets could have gotten Ben Simmons, who I, I know present company is not particularly overwhelmed by Ben, but uh, the owner said no way. I'm not dealing with them because I don't like them. Uh, this I, thought is, you, I thought you would enjoy that. This is the vengeance that I'm here for. This is this is <laughs> something that this is something I myself would do. Um, I I think I think that the Chris Paul contract alone should uh, warrant that kind of bitterness from one Tillman Fertitta. So yeah, I think it's I think it's awesome. Plus, who wants Ben Simmons? He can't shoot. A lot of people seem to think he's pretty good. Well, Embiid is playing out of his mind right now, so that's that's probably uh, the, a good thing. And you know, Ben Simmons, he's a good. Uh, hey, Ben Simmons can play defense. He's a he's a really good defender. He is. He is. So there you go. All that's right. my 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 nice thing to say about Ben Simmons. Austin, do you have? Uh, I mean, you are the the master of all vengeance. Uh, do you uh, do you like that? Uh, on the scale of petty to vindictive, uh, that's Hall of Fame stuff right there. By <laughs> a guy who I probably don't agree with on any subject, Tillman Fertitta, but uh, I, I approve of the of the pettiness. Yes. Oh yeah. So he, he so, made a competitor so, so. to the Sixers better too. Like I mean, it's kind of a yes. double whammy there. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty bi- brilliant if you ask me. So you're going to sign off on someone perhaps doing damage to his own endeavor in order to exact vengeance on someone else. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> cut off your nose to spite your face, do I? I'm, I'm, all, I'm not, all about it. It's not like what the Sixers were going to give him was going to win him a championship this year either. So. And, and so you thing. think he sat there and said, ah, this is sixes one way or the other, yeah, so I I'm think not so. going to deal it's, with the sixers? So why not get vengeance while I'm at it? Yeah. And it, right, he, Austin, great points right there. Uh, he Let's doesn't, talk right over the pun. He does, sorry, dang it. He doesn't want to be good in the short term. I mean, it, in fact, having Ben Simmons would kind of work against what they're trying to do. They're going to they're gonna try and lose for a little while. 
here yeah. as they rebuild. Okay, so upon further review, your opinions on Urban Meyer in the NFL. And beyond that, I know we talked about this yesterday, well, but now, now that it's absolute and we know it's going to – now everyone's waiting to see what happens. And there is considerable curiosity about, about that. And secondly, how should Urban Meyer be remembered in the college ranks? Let's throw a tease on that, Gordo. Let's uh, let's let's spend some time with that coming up right around the corner. How how's the list uh, lengthwise? Do we we have a, a long one today? Oh, it's it's uh, it's average, I'd say. Okay, well we'll we'll continue to chew through it coming up right around the corner. Um, we'll we'll start with the Urban Meyer discussion because of course that uh, continues to be big news. Uh, but but check it out, Gordon. Uh, look who's sitting across from me right now. Christopher, uh, Toph, as his father calls him, uh, of course, Tom's son. It's good to see you, buddy. How are you? Good as ever. Hey, that uh, that's terrific. And uh, we got you out of Utah County. We got you up to Salt Lake. Uh, and I love the Utah County store, but I do. I'm a little biased this new Salt Lake, uh, these new Salt Lake digs. I mean, I came here, and I was just reminded of how good it looks here now, man. It's awesome. I love it. So I, so I got a question. I got a familial question. Are you the favored son? You know, that is a good question that I might not be able to answer on air. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a complex answer. Some ins and outs. Oh, you know? that's funny. I, I'd say there's favorites in different, in different assets of our life, but, like... I don't know. As far as furniture store goes, there's no there's no favorite. Well, Toph right now, uh, Gordon, is particularly popular because uh, there there may have been an engagement recently. It's oh. true, yeah. Yeah. Uh, New Year's at midnight. Well, how about that? Yeah, congratulations. I, I bet your mom is very happy. Yeah, she she my mom loves her. So that's good, dude. Congratulations. Thank Seriously. you. So how does your older brother feel about the fact that you're beating him to the punch? You know, that's also a sensitive question, but <laughs> in the, in a lot of ways, we've actually grown cro- closer through it. Uh, okay, okay, there you go. Yeah. Uh, we promised we brought you on to talk furniture and not for Gordon <laughs> to roast you. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about what's going on. Uh, your father's away, so that uh, means the deals are going to be even better, right? You know how we do. Clayton last week was by himself. And now that he's out of town for the holiday, little brother had to con- come and one-up yep, it, right? that's how it works. Um. And this week, I just really want to focus on that same sale we were doing last week. But I want to emphasize one thing. Last week, we were doing a huge sale because we had limited quantity. But this week, everything's back in stock. Every, the, the, the trucks came in. The trucks came in. Every adjustable bed and every size, every deal is back in stock. And wait for this, Jake. We're going to keep the same prices from last, last week's All sale. right. Let's, let's remind everybody. So... We, if you want a regular solid king base, an adjustable base that's head up and foot up motor with a motor by remote, our price normally is seventeen ninety nine, right? And we've been saying on the air for forever. You take your pick between a hybrid mattress okay. or a gel infused memory foam mattress. This week and last week only, fourteen ninety nine. Wow, that's three hundred bucks off. And to tell you for comparison. That's half of what our competitors sell. Normally, twenty nine hundred bucks or forty four hundred bucks. I was gonna say that's three hundred dollars off the already lowest price around. Right. Even online, by the way. And it's not like we have limited quantity and we're just pushing them out the door now. Now it's, we're full. All of our doors have been open, and 
we're blooming them out just like that. All right, take advantage of it. 1825 South 300 West. We're going to see uh, his Uncle Clayton down in uh, in Utah County today? He is. He's doing the same deal, too. All right, 86 East University Parkway down in Orem. It's the warehouse. Thanks, Christopher. Appreciate you. Thank you. All right, more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Got to add to the tease on the show today. Quick addition, Mike Sando, uh, senior writer for The Athletic, covers the NFL. He's going to join us at 4.30, so stay tuned for that. Howard Beck at 3.30. Scotty G at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We're live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Prices so low to blow your mind. Uh, It's Friday. Gordon's list continues on. Gordon, you uh, threw out a tease about Urban Meyer and the NFL. Yes, uh, we mentioned it a little bit yesterday, but now that you've had time to absorb it all, how do you think Urban Meyer is going to do in the NFL? And how should he be remembered in the college ranks? Because there's some good stuff and some stuff that wasn't so good. So I I haven't really changed where I was yesterday. I'm skeptical about how good it's going to go for Urban in the NFL. I, th- I think you're a little bit more uh, confident about it going well. I'm not. It, you know, he's won everywhere he's been, so maybe I'll look like I have uh, a little egg on my face if, uh, you know, Jacksonville wins big. So we'll, we'll see. But I, I don't think his offense, which has made him special as a college coach, I don't think his offense is going to be – uh, is going to work at the next level, so he's going to have to change that. Uh, maybe, Gordon, where I've softened a bit uh, is on will he be able to adapt to dealing with pros as opposed to, to college players? Um, because, you know, if you remember Urban when he was here, if you if you were good, he treated you like gold, right? You know, the, the uh, uh, you know, the Morgan Scally. Uh, or the the coach Meyer that Morgan Scally knew, and the coach Meyer that other players knew were different uh-huh. coach Myers. Yes, you know what I mean? Yep. And so maybe I mean maybe that will translate uh, at the NFL level where he'll uh, you know butt kiss the stars and then uh, you know make the undrafted free agents uh, run until they vomit. To your first point, remember his last year at Ohio State when he had Ryan Day running the offense. They threw for like 3,700 yards that year. And and that's why I think he is pliable as far as getting the right offensive coordinator in place and, uh, and, and, and moving off what he uh, did so often in the college, uh, in the college days. So I, I don't think that's as much of an issue, but he does need to learn how to handle things and the players. In the NFL, it's much more difficult to be dominant. It's uh, it's you've got to find your players and hold on to them and not just uh, look for the best opportunity and then take a job there. Uh, The Jags need work. But uh, I think Urban thinks that he is smart enough and knows how to 
motivate individuals in a way that will get this done. He he was tough at times. He did instill fear uh, in his players, some of them, but he knew how to embrace the ones who are important to him, and that's that's why I think he'll be able to make that adjustment. We'll see. I don't know. Obviously, I'm just guessing off of what I know from Urban Meyer in the past. Uh, how do you think he should be remembered as a college coach? Do you think the whole Zach Smith thing is going to be at the top of his list or the fact that he won three national championships and uh, and did so well when loss-wise wherever he was? So I personally think that I will remember him as a mercenary. Um, but I don't know if that's like how a the... mercenary, like a carpetbagger. Kind of like, okay, I'm going to pick a spot that I know I can turn around and win instantly because someone else did all the hard work and recruiting all the players. And then, you know, I'm going to reap the benefits of that. And then, you know, if another spot like that presents itself, maybe I'll jump on it. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll, you know, he, he, he wasn't like, if you look at Bobby Bowden, I mean, he was a Florida state guy. Look at Lavelle Edwards, you know, BYU guy. These guys that were great at places stayed there for a long time, had a lot of success. Urban Urban wasn't that, right? You know, he he didn't really have a team. He moved around a lot. He didn't really have a side. You know, he picked what he picked his spots that would uh, be advantageous and had success there. His side was Urban's side. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Where, where I think some of the, the previous generation great coaches were more synonymous with, you know, the, the institutions and not necessarily, you know, what are the legends about Lavelle? He could have made, you know, three times the money going somewhere else, but, you know, he loved BYU and, and loved what he was doing and, and his purpose, right? I, I talked to Lavelle about that. Urban. He said, yeah, I could have gone to, to Detroit and made a bunch of money, and he said I would have been fired within four years. So, I mean, Classic the, that's not Urban. Urban wasn't tied to anything. He wasn't tied down. And and I, I'm not necessarily saying that's a good or a bad thing, but that that's how I think of him. Yeah, I had a cut. The column I told you about was posted at SLTrib.com. I think it's somewhere on the site uh, still. If you want to check it out, I go back through his history and his even his upbringing with Bud Meyer, his father, who was very strict with him and demanding and how that had a profound effect on on urban meyer his health is a concern as we talked about with the cyst that he had to have surgery to uh, uh to uh, treat six years ago and so there's that he retired twice from college football and came back now, well now he's coming back again uh to a different setting i remember a story he told me once he said that when he played at cincinnati uh, he was a defensive back there, and he wasn't particularly great or anything, but he hated it. He hated it because the coaches were disorganized, there was a lack of discipline, and the thing did not run uh, as it would on a tight ship. And so he's got a lot of control over that. Even even going to the pros, he will be able to uh, affect that so that the organization is uh, buttoned down a little bit. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I remember also he uh, he played minor league baseball, and I think he was drafted by the Braves, if I remember correctly. But anyway, he was uh, he got banged up a little bit, got hurt a little bit, and he called his dad, and he said, Dad, I'm, I'm quitting. 
uh, I, I'm, I don't want to do, I'm not going to do this anymore. And, his, and he said, I'm coming home. And his dad said, you can quit, but you can't come home. That sounds apocryphal, but it was true. So anyway, we'll see. How, yeah. But well, I mean, yeah, I, this one of those things where you got to decide as a parent what I mean, Urban's been very successful, very driven. He's he learned those lessons. His sisters are very successful in what they did. They were very uh, great students and stuff. And he was always trying to keep up with them. But you, you have to sort of make the decision about, OK, am I going to push my kid forward to be successful? And they may be successful. They may be unsuccessful. And then you have some misery, perhaps. But even if they are successful, there might be some misery. It's just that's where a parent has to make these decisions about how they're going to raise their kids. And is is the cost worth it? It's a big question for parents everywhere. Anyway, uh, speaking of the NFL, uh, even though I took the Rams and, and the points, I, I'm thinking maybe the Packers are the best bet to go all the way in the NFL playoffs. What Why do you that? think about that? Aaron Rodgers has been spectacular this year. Yeah, he's been really good, but the rest of the well, I mean, Adams the wide the wide receiver is terrific. So they're more than a one man team. They're right, they're right. A two, but you know, they're a I mean, two man team. I, I <laughs> and I, Rogers is fantastic. He deserves the MVP. But in the playoffs, sometimes it's it's a little bit different. And Rogers has lost big playoff games at home before. He so, has, but he's also won a Super Bowl. But it's the Rams who are are playing with a quarterback who can't throw. So I think I'm feeling good about uh, about picking Green Bay yesterday. But I don't I don't know uh, if they're the surest bet to win it all. I don't, I don't know if I'm going with that far. Well, the only reason I went with the Rams is because you and Tim went with the Packers, so I had to mix it up a little. Whose bit. problem so, is that? Not well, mine. It, well, <laughs> exactly. I got a question. Speaking of football. Did you see that uh, US, USU President uh, Noel Cockett has been exonerated in a probe of, uh, of those alleged discriminatory remarks as it pertained to Frank Miley? I I did see that. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, I, I've got a I've got a question about that. I mean, how can an how can so much of a team be so upset about what was said that they refused to play their final game. I mean, that's a dramatic step. How can something like that be interpreted the way it was and then for there to be exoneration? I mean, I'm not saying – I don't know because I wasn't a part of the the meeting, but that's just confusing to me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's you know they're going with it. it was a miscommunication, and on some level it it probably was. Um, I, w- I was thinking about this today, and and listen, I my my wife used to work at one of the firms that uh, that did the the investigating, and I have a, a a lot of respect for a lot of people who work over there. So uh, you know, I, I'm sure they did good work. But do you ever question the idea of hiring a law firm to do these sorts of investigations? <laughs> You know why? Why are why a law firm really? Why why a you know an organization whose entire job it is to serve their clients? Why do we why do we think that somehow that that would be a, a, an untarnished opinion in an investigation? I I don't know, but I, I'd like to see investigations be completely honest 
and and uh, I'd like to see him get it right. Uh, I, it's just hard for me to believe that that many players could be deceived or 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 take it the wrong way. But I don't. I'm not part of the investigation. I'm just suspicious. I'll say it that way. All right. Yeah. Well, I. I. Yeah. I. I mean. We take a couple of law firms' word for it, and then we say, okay, moving on. But, you know, and conveniently enough, it's exactly what the university wants to happen. <laughs> so, no, I, I get you. And and that's why I'm saying I, I'm treading carefully because I do know some people over there that are very good attorneys. But well, yeah. like with the Baylor thing, they did the same thing, right? You know, they right. hired these – University of Utah hired a law firm to help them with one of those scandals over the past 10 years. I just always wondered, like, where are the law firms doing the investigating? Okay. All right. So as Zach Wilson prepares for uh, the NFL draft, which is, what, uh, three months off still, more than that, somewhere around there, people are very interested to know where where he might go in the draft and who might take him. What What team do you think would be the best situation for him? I don't know what BYU fans are hoping for. Uh, I know that you have often said that it's bad for – a uh, talented quarterback to go into the NFL and play for some dog organization. But I wonder what team is best suited to be successful with Zach Wilson, or maybe it's the other way around. Which team can Zach Wilson be the most successful on? So, I, you know, as usual, we start out with not the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're going to go from there. Uh, other teams at the top part of the draft that uh, that might want a quarterback. Uh, well, we can just go through one-on-one, one-by-one. Uh, one. Jacksonville drafting a quarterback. We, we know who that's going to be. Mm. Uh, the Jets, they're apparently on the fence about drafting a quarterback now. So that that's interesting. They hired a new head coach today. Uh, the Dolphins, not going to draft a quarterback, I wouldn't think. The Falcons? Although, although if they did draft a quarterback, because I've heard some scuttlebutt that they there are some people who want them to, but that would be a huge admission of of failure, wouldn't it? Uh, it well, that's why I think it would play better if they actually flipped that number three pick for Deshaun Watson. Send that back to Houston. I've seen that mm-hmm. kind of bandied about out there, but uh, I would guess the Dolphins, one way or another, are not going to draft a quarterback. The Falcons, they're going to draft a quarterback. Atlanta. What? And I think they're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, I do too. And I think if you could park that quarterback behind Matt Ryan, if you could squeeze an extra year out of him, uh, I think that could be a, a good situation for Zach. At five, Cincinnati not taking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. At six, Philadelphia, I would guess not taking a quarterback. They like Jalen Hurts, it would seem. Yeah, I would think so. Seven, the Lions, uh, I would guess they're taking a quarterback. I wouldn't want to end up in Detroit personally, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they get a new coach in there who can do something. Uh, the Panthers? That's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I would wonder how, I don't think they're all that sold on Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-mm. So uh, that that's an interesting uh, that's an interesting situation. Denver at nine? Where is Denver on the quarterback thing? Well, they've got uh, Drew Locke. So do you think he's a guy? (laughs) I I bet you money we can can ask Scotty at five, who's who's a Broncos guy. Uh, My guess is Scotty will tell you no. Will things be different now without John Elway? Well, of course they're going to be different. They might be able to draft a quarterback for a change. (laughs) John John whiffed on a few. 
uh, quarterbacks badly uh, during his tenure there in Denver. Do you think San, do you think San Francisco will pick a quarterback or move up to get one? Yeah, the rumor is they're moving on from Jimmy G. Um, so there's the top ten. Dallas is at ten. Uh, San Francisco, you mentioned them. They're at twelve. So you know other teams that may need a quarterback. Minnesota's at fourteen. The Patriots at fifteen. Um, you know, in the top ten, I think the Panthers or the Falcons might be a decent spot for him if he goes that high. I guess uh, after yeah. that exercise. Hmm. All right. Well, coming up on the list, I've got, uh, I've got, <laughs> I've got something that I think people need to see on TV that's sports related uh, coming up, and uh, Adrian Peterson in a bit of trouble. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. And there's something ridiculous going on in Australia. Sorry, Joe, but uh, uh, actually there is a uh, an individual named Joe who is in trouble in Australia, and I'll get to that. Now that is a tease for all you Joe fans. Stick around. Well, There's Joe a story Ingles. about him. It's next. not Joe Ingles. <laughs> right. Uh, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Price is so low to blow your mind. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. You're locked on to the Big Show, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live from the warehouse, 1825 South, 300 West. Want to remind you that Valentine's Day is coming fast, and uh, the Big Show, of course, knows that flowers make the perfect gift. Place your order today uh, at Jimmy's Flowers. The selection runs out sometimes, and uh, have those flowers delivered. Jimmy's Flowers with locations in Ogden, Layton, and Bountiful. Also, Jimmy Flower- Jimmy'sFlowers.com. Uh, that's Jimmy's Flowers. Uh, Gordon, we love Jimmy's. They've uh, they've contributed mightily to the happiness of our marriages, and uh, they we could not uh, say thank you enough to the good folks at Jimmy's. Best flower store I've ever seen. Yeah, I they're mean, great. And yeah, there's I mean, there well, there are three now, right? So uh, just terrific people, and they do high quality stuff, man. We've uh, always enjoyed going there. Uh, yeah, we we love Jimmy's. Mike and the crew up there, they'll take good care of you. Valentine's Day, very, very important. All right, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on here at the warehouse in a moment, but let's uh, let's get to another item on the list. All right, I'll do two things real quick. I've got a, I've got a lot to get to on the list today, I think, uh, of interest to our listeners. Uh, Adrian Peterson, a uh, fine running back, indeed. Everyone, most sports fans know who he is. Uh, well, Jake, he took out a loan for over $5 million a while back, and uh, now he owes over $8 million, according to the courts in New York, uh, for to pay back the loan and interest. I'm telling you, folks, whoever first told you stay as much out of debt as you can was a pretty smart person. Yeah, it's probably pretty good life advice there. You know, some of us go the other, you know, the the uh, other way and, you know, put trips to Cancun, Mexico on the credit card when they're 18 years old. But, you know, <laughs> some of us own multiple uh, Porsches. Hey, they sent me that credit card. They should have known I couldn't pay it back. 
How do you know I used a credit card for anything <laughs> that you have mentioned here? I might have paid cash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, man, I started that, working. Look at Gordon in the uh, No, listen to That's me. a flex I, right there. No. I started working when I was 11 years old. All right? <sighs> and uh, this was hard-earned uh, sweat equity, man. I put in the time to uh, create a little something, and God bless America. Uh, Jake, uh, speaking of America and the way it does some things, did you see that New Jersey is letting smokers get the COVID vaccine earlier because uh, they are more at risk? Yeah, is that for, fair? Good for them. Is that you know, fair? The, the, the smokers don't often have people sticking up for them. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I just wonder, wait a second, because people who are people who are older or people who have some sort of uh, uh, underlying condition of some sort, generally it's not their choice to put themselves in that position. I mean, you, you get older, you grow old, and I, I guess that beats the alternative, right? You want to stay alive. But you're, it's not your fault you're old. It's not your fault that you might have some condition of some sort that makes you a little more vulnerable. But should a smoker get uh, preference over somebody who doesn't? Okay, let me ask you this, though. Where would you draw the line? Because there's all sorts of unhealthy behaviors out there uh, that lead to uh, to making you more vulnerable, right? Are you suggesting like overeating or something along yeah, those lines? Yeah, yeah, or, or you know, I think that list is pretty short, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm just telling you, where do you draw the line? Oh, that is that is an interesting uh, comeback of a question because I mean, people do indulge in unhealthy lifestyles. Yeah, right. You know, but, like the but, like but, the like three have, gallons of, a, of Mountain Dew a day probably isn't doing you any favors. You know, like but that. But if, if you have if you have asthma. Or if you have some condition like that, I mean, you didn't ask for that. You didn't bring that on yourself. Why? why I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just smoking. And I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not discriminatory towards smokers. I mean, I don't want anybody blowing smoke in my face. But, uh, you know, if they want to smoke, they smoke, whatever. That's fine. The, the, sm- but the I don't, smokers, I'm not uh, sure. The smokers union has heavy pull in New Jersey there. They're a big deal. <laughs> Are there a lot of smokers in New Jersey? I don't know. They've got a lot of political pool back there, though. Look out. That's one thing I noticed. I went back to Rhode Island once. uh, And uh, when I lived in California, I went back there. And it seemed like there were an awful lot of people smoking. I, I thought I thought that had become a little more clear that that might be a good thing to avoid. But I, I'm, I'm not judging. I'm just well, saying. In this, in this case. They shouldn't been- allow this. I don't think they should allow people to butt in line ahead of other people who uh, need that vaccine. Okay. That's all. Would you pick up smoking if you lived in New Jersey? (laughs) Yep, I'm three packs a day. Let me get that vaccine. Would you take up smoking if you lived in New Jersey? By the way, did you guys happen to see, have you seen seen that show, Death to 2020? (laughs) No. Have you seen that? No. Austin, have you seen that? It's it's pretty funny. You, I would recommend that. Check that out, guys. Gordon, you started smoking? Yeah, just trying to jump in that line, man. <laughs> All right, we're live at the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West.
oh, just picturing Gordon with a pack of camels in his sleeve, you know, <laughs> saying, going down there and saying, see? <laughs> what's, the nastiest, what's the nastiest <laughs> kind of cigarette, Jake? I don't know, Gordon. You tell me. I just wonder what would, what would advance me to the front of the line. Probably anything without a filter. It, which is uh, real quick? Which is worse, cigarettes, cigars, or pipes? Uh, none of it's probably good for you, but uh, <laughs> cigarettes probably. I would guess. I don't know. Let's let's move on because uh, Christopher is here with us here at the warehouse, eighteen twenty-five South, three hundred West. Now, Jake, Jake I, I promise. I, 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 I promise not to ask Christopher any personal family good, questions good, this time. Good. But, but Jake, I do wish you luck in waiting in that line. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's all right. Uh, well, you know, Gordon, Gordon's not moving to New Jersey and, and uh, buying a carton of Lucky Strikes anytime soon, I don't think. Uh, Christopher, let's talk about what you're doing for our listeners here at the warehouse. Uh, so last spot we talked about solid king beds, and that's one base in a king size. But so say you and your partner want to adjust your, your head up and your foot up. You want to adjust it independently. We have that in a king size called a split king. Very nice. Um, that's the same deal. It can be in the hybrid mattress or the gel-infused memory foam. And, Jake, we normally do this for twenty two ninety nine. That's a deal you're pretty familiar with. But we're keeping last week's prices, and we're booming it out nineteen ninety nine. That's two that's split amazing. bases and two mattresses in one package. That's incredible. Gordon, what did, did you go with the split or the, or the single, like the, the not split? <laughs> I did this. I did the split uh, because you know I might want to have uh, you know I might want to stay up and watch a little TV or something, and so I can prop that up if if Lisa wants to go ahead and go to sleep, she can go to sleep. So. Yeah. See. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last week we were booming it out at 19.99 because we just had limited quantity, but yep. we got our trucks this week. We're fully stocked and we're keeping that boom price at 19.99. Nice comparison. That's 3,500 bucks or 5,200 bucks anywhere else you go. So. And they're here. And they're here. And they're here Ready in to this go. building. Or down in Orem, of course. Uh, Uncle Clayton's down in Orem. He's still running the show, so he's All doing right. great. One thing I want to talk about, too, is delivery. And we hear this word a lot nowadays. Um, I've actually thought about I've actually thought about doing a little bit more deliveries, getting out of the store every once in a while. And my dad and my brother don't really like this bit, but I like to push this bit because I make, like to make the customer feel good. Anywhere in Davis County, Salt Lake County, or Utah County, will deliver and set up adjustable beds for seventy-five bucks. Wow, because that's at least double that uh, at uh, you know down the street, right? I mean, one fifty I've seen in one store. I've seen two twenty-five in another store. Wow, so seventy-five bucks for delivery—that's incredible. Delivery and setup. And setup, and and if you get the split king, I mean the setup. You're going to want it done right. So uh, right. that's awesome. All right, boom. Take advantage of it. 1825 South, 300 West. It's the warehouse. Christopher, thank you very much. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.